Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Seychelle Van Poole. I'm Via Williams. And I'm Wendy Papazan. You guys, I'm so excited. First of all, Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, Hard to believe 2022 came and went. And here we are looking at the face of 2023. That just feels so old because I was born in the 70s. So (laughs) that's insane. Uh, Well, today we're about to kick off something that I'm really excited about, and I know my beautiful co-hosts are also thrilled about, which is our long-awaited, long-demanded six-part series on wealth building. Yay! Yay, yay, yay. I am the so excited for this. Cue the yes. applause from our yes. producers the that produce sound effects. Yes! <laughs> and we have a, we have a yeah. big, like, thank you and um, gratitude we need to give a shout-out for because... There are three individuals that have worked really, really, really hard on putting this together in a comprehensive and organized format in a really beautiful way. And that shout out is to Tiffany Fikes, to Caitlin Cobb, um, and to Wendy, our beautiful co-host, because they wrote this amazing masterclass, which um, you can benefit from. It's called Her Rich Life. And um, it's a masterclass series that they helped write, create, and curate um, all around uh, wealth building, asset protection, and everything in between. It's incredible. So if you want, if you listen to the series and you're liking it, I highly encourage you to go check out our herbestlife.com and go look under masterclasses because we have a whole rich Her Rich Life series that uh, takes this and puts it in a whole new level um, if you want to take it to the next level. So huge thank you to you guys for writing it. And I spoke with Margot, uh, who's our amazing executive director of Her Best Life. And she told me that she has created a special discount just for Empire Building Podcast listeners. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So so write this down, unless you're driving. Uh, Write this down. we'll put it in show notes, Go to Her Best Life slash... Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's Her Best Life slash Masterclass classes. And the code is EBP. So Empire Building Podcast, EBP. That's the discount code. And what that gets everyone is the Her Rich Life on demand at the low, low, low price of $199. And um, and if they want... Well, we're going to be talking about net worth, not in this episode, but in future episodes. We're going to be talking about net worth. We're going to be talking about the Net Worth Club, uh, which is another Her Best Life product. You get, if you want, you can get the the the, the class for $199, or you can get the bundle with Net Worth Club for only $449. So awesome. if you've got, you know, if you want to kick your year off, and um, honestly, the best investment you can make is in yourself. Mm-hmm. And the best ROI for me has been classes and books and things like that. So EBP, make sure you guys check it out. Awesome. I love that. that that's going to you change guys. your life if you guys do that. It, it'll change your life. It, it is, uh, I can't think of a better year to focus on that too, as we kind of go through this funky economy stuff, right? Um, oh, so yeah. Yes. Well, there's going to be, I mean, there's deals yeah. to be had. Yes. Yeah. Deals oh, yeah, to be had. for sure. For sure. Okay. So ladies, so I, I, we are all excited about this. Like, I think we're all, we've all been, I don't know what took us so long, but I feel like now is the right, 
and perfect time as things <laughs> usually are. So there you go. But this is uh, our first in a six-part series on wealth building, like we said, and it's it's just such an important episode. And it's kind of one of those episodes you may want to listen to a few times. You may want to mm-hmm. listen to a few times. Now, uh, what I think we'll do is we'll we'll do our best to put um, any math that we talk about for all of you drivers in the show notes the best we can. Um, and, you know, just, just, just really listen along with us and don't feel intimidated. If you don't know what something means, you know, Google it, reach out to us. We have an email. I believe it's empire building podcast. Is that right? Ladies at Mm gmail.com. That's right. You've got it. You can ask us questions. We, we love answering your questions. You can hit us up on Instagram, direct message. I get people all the time messaging me and I love it. And and I know these ladies love it too. So Mm -hmm. don't be shy, right? Ask away. You know, we don't want to go into this and then lose you on a term or an equation and then have you, you know, ask us, right? This is your moment. So this is for you. This is for you. All right. So I love that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know it wasn't in our script, was it? It was a little bit perfect. Um, no, I that love perfect. that. No, it's really good. Off, yeah, I, it's just important to me. This, this is a, a you guys know this is a very very important topic for me, and it's interesting because I'm going to say something that's going to sound weird at the intro of part one of a six part wealth building series, and that is that I am not a financial expert. So why, you ask, <laughs> am I? Why, Via, am I listening to you? Because of that. Because I was able to get a negative net worth into the millions. I'm still working on it every day. I have had to be a student of this, you guys, for the last four or five years, as you you well know, because you've been partly my teachers, right? Some of my teachers. And uh, I, I am a, a great person to talk about this with because I didn't know anything four or five years ago. So everything I've learned... I've had to learn from the very beginning, right? So um, that's why it's important to me to say that. If you don't understand anything, just ask, Google it. You can get answers anywhere. So the first thing we're going to work on for our series is the probably the most important because if you do not have clarity of your goalpost, you're never going to know how to win. You're, you're not going to know what you're going for, right? You have to have a North Star. In the absence of having a destination, you will go wherever it is you're going to go. You're not going to mm-hmm. get to a destination. So we're going to focus on what your financial freedom number is. And I'm just going to say it, your FU number. <laughs> and if, if yeah. you haven't heard that term, FU number, uh, it's going to make sense to you when we explain it to you. An FU number is the number that allows you to say FU to anything you don't want in your life. That's the point mm-hmm. of it. It's freedom, financial freedom. So the important part of this exercise, and I think why we're starting with this, is there's so much emphasis on net worth. And by the way, we put emphasis, emphasis, I can't talk. We put emphasis on net worth. We believe Mm -hmm. in tracking your net worth. We're going to teach you how to do that. All of us do it regularly. And so I I do want to say that's an important number, but it's the only number that gets talked about in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. The important thing about your financial freedom number is that it's cash flow. It's cash flow. There are two elements to wealth, right? There is cash flow and there are assets that build up your net worth, right? And so a financial mm-hmm. freedom, now we're talking about the money you live on, the money that you receive, the income that you receive regularly on a regular basis to live. You don't get FU money without cash flow, right? Without income. So FU money is income. So I just, I wanted to kind of be sure that that I was talking about that because they go hand yeah. in hand, they're lock net, and, and we're going to focus a lot on net worth, but we're going to start off with financial freedom, which is actually 
income from your net worth, right? Income from mm-hmm. your net worth That's to right. give you a reason to build your net worth. So yeah. Wendy and, right. and Seychelles, take it away. And I'm excited to walk through this exercise today. Great. I'd love that. Well, before, before we, and before we start, <clears throat> I'd love just to ask you guys, like, not to get too personal, but, um, you know, I love what you said, Via, which is like, what, what is your goalpost? What's your North Star? What yeah. is your end goal? Right? What mm-hmm. is your end goal? Um, and so I'm just curious for you guys, like, what does that look like? Um, you don't have to give me a number, but maybe you can tell me a little bit about your thought process, especially you, Seychelle. I know you've been yeah. uh, working hard on it for a long time and you started yeah. very young. At 21. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm going through this um, moving of the goalpost right now, which is really interesting. So, um, my original goal post was to build up our businesses and assets to be big enough to make sure that we could take care of my parents. And um, my dad passed away a couple weeks ago and we're, you know, going through all the affairs, but really what we're doing after we're like, you know, we've been going through obviously the emotional side is the reconciling of where we are and um, where that puts us both from what we want to be doing, where we want to go, what, how we define success, how we define all of that. And so um, my mom and I have been looking at two different things. Number one, our finances were very conjoined for a long time because I was, and Nick, bless Nick. I mean, he's like the saint of all saints. Like we were very tied. <laughs> Would you call him Saint, saint Nicholas? Nick? Is that it? I might. I might call him Saint <laughs> yeah. Nick. Well, Especially in December. It is December you know? when I we're mean... recording this. So, yeah. <laughs> Nick Quinn, I will tell you, Quinn asked the other day, she goes, Dad, wouldn't it be weird if you were actually Santa? And I was like, yeah, that'd be really weird. <laughs> so yeah. then we had to go down the whole yeah. Tim Allen movie thing. Anyways, I digress. He's way too um, thin. He is. That's what he said. He was like, it would be really weird. And like, I'm not that big of a sweets guy, but if you see me start to eat a lot of cookies, maybe you should look at me differently (laughs) and wonder. Uh, (laughs) But so we're, we're going through this process right now of like, we have worked so hard and so long on this exact exercise that we're going to be doing today um, in defining what the end game is. And now that we're through seeing my dad's health through, we've got Barb set up in a really great way. And for the last month, she and I have been doing this exercise that we're going to walk you through today. We have accomplished her FU number. Like we are there, which is so awesome. I mean, so so awesome. awesome. And, And to not only have accomplished it, but to have clarity around that. And we went, actually, we met with her financial advisor yesterday. It's Actually, it's both of ours. He's awesome. And we were walking through our game plan for how we're going to be investing assets and what that's going to look like. And we'll talk you through all that. Um, but we went and had a glass of champagne afterwards. And you know what mm. was interesting was she said, um, she kept saying like, well, you know, you're, my dad's dad, your grandfather was really wealthy and he was really wealthy and he had all these things. And I looked at her and I said, Mom, do you realize that you are actually more wealthy than he was? And she had this moment where she went, what? And I said, no, do the math. Like, I'm pulling up the spreadsheet. Look at the math. Do the math. You call him wealthy, but yet you are actually more wealthy than he is. And I think sometimes we get on this treadmill of like, I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to save more. I got to like protect more, right? You get all these things going and you get kind of in this rat race. And that was the first time that we had actually sat down and had real mental clarity around like, you are a wealthy person as how you you define wealth. The other thing is, 
I'm so fascinated by that because I think sometimes we define wealth by how people spend. And yes. so her perception of her grandfather or father, whoever it was, right, right, yeah. he probably showed his wealth. And so yeah. in our we grow up, I mean, that's the psychology yes. of money, right? We grow up thinking, yes. well, that's wealth, right? That's wealth. Yes. And the reality yep. is that is not wealth. Like that's that yeah. might be a, a symptom of wealth or a you know mm-hmm. cause or an mm-hmm. effect of wealth. But mm-hmm. but the 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 cause of wealth is its assets, is simply owning ass- yeah. assets. I just think that's interesting. It's assets. And and I think, you know, you there's a disassociation that happens too, where you see someone or you grow up with someone for a long time and they are considered successful and you know, they can provide and they're a patriarch and all these things, right? And like there's all this like emotional attachment to all these different things in addition to the money. And I think sometimes we disassociate our own journey and our success and our definition of what wealth looks like and our definition of all those things. And we never like stop to just take a second and look at how we define our ourselves and what our our um, identity around that is. Because we all, you know, like when you lose a lot of weight or you gain a lot of weight, like you always see yourself, you know, like body dysmorphia. I think there's also money dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And I think that- taking stock of where you are. It doesn't matter if you're at a massive negative or a massive positive and understanding that with this series, you can take concerted efforts to make a change and actually completely change the trajectory of your future and your next generation's future. Um, You also have to then work on your mindset around that to understand that when you're achieving it, like your identity gets to change in that process too. So it's yeah. really, it's, it's been, it was a really cool moment yesterday. Cool. So probably longer that. than we needed to spend on it, but it was really cool. <laughs> no, I, so. yeah, it's really good. I, well, I love that so much because what a gift to give to Barb, yeah. you know, yeah. what an incredible gift to Barb, you yeah. know, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about our friend, Diane Griffin, who yes. had exactly the same aha earlier this year. Mm-hmm. She was actually taking, I think our, her rich life class. And she'd always been mm-hmm. worried about tracking her net worth. And, you know, this yeah. is someone who's worked very, very hard their whole life, uh, a, yeah. super, a super achiever. More energy was just, than anyone we know. Yeah. Yeah. Really scared to figure out what that looked like. And then actually when she came up the, with the number, which was an enormous number, she felt yeah. um like it wasn't enough. And I had to sort of walk her through like, hey, you're you're at, at one of the upper echelons here. Like, this is incredible. Yeah. And yeah. she just didn't realize it. Like there just was, and some of it had to do with like her parents and just her idea yeah. around what was what was wealthy. And um, and so it's just it's just really, I think what you're saying is just so, so, so important, Seychelle. So and and as a reminder, if you are if you have a family income of $41,000 a year or more, you are in the top 10% of income earners in the world. Wow. A family wow. income of 41000 So wow. just as a reminder, you know, we're all blessed mm-hmm. beyond measure here, mm-hmm. most of us listening. And um, yeah, so... Anyway, and and as a reminder too, money's good for the good it can do, right? So yeah, I completely right. agree. Your freedom number is your freedom number. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we calculate this? How do we how do we get into it? How do we figure this out? Well, there's there's a easy step by step process we're going to walk you through on this. So if you are driving, this is the point where you make a note of where we are in the episode, so you can come back and write these things down. Um, Because we're going to walk you through step-by-step how you do this. All right, Wendy, I'll let you take it away. Awesome. 
So we're gonna calculate your FU number today, guys. It's really exciting. So get out a piece of paper and we're gonna do some pretty simple math. Um, I know Seychelles spreadsheet with her mom was pretty calculated, but it's actually pretty simple. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna figure out your monthly expenses. Some of you have this dialed in. Some of you know to the penny, my spreadsheet lovers out there love looking at their budget. They know exactly what they're spending every single month. Um, so you want to take that number and, and then there's those of you that don't. So I've never been that person who wants to budget that way. Uh, we put all of our, pretty much most of our expenses on our credit card. So roughly mm -hmm. take your credit card plus your kind of other bills, maybe like your- bill pay. Um, yeah. Yeah, your house. Yeah. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Like all your bill pay plus your credit card bills. And that's a, that's a, that's an easy, rough way to get your monthly expenses. So whatever that number wanna, is, let's we say we want to look at this like you're like don't take anything out, right? Like don't don't be like oh, but that was a one-time expense or oh, but that was a you know, like keep it all yeah. in, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then you're just going to multiply that by 12. So can I add something expenses in there, are? Though? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, in when I did this, I my only comment is like I, I looked at our lifestyle, so I did all that, and then I went, okay, like we like to go on X amount of vacations a year. We like to have mm -hmm. a couple long That's weekends. The next bullet point, the yeah. oh, sorry, <laughs> I was going to say, okay. don't forget to add yeah. those. No, in. it's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. So you're going to multiply that by twelve, uh, and then you're going to get your annual number. Okay, whatever that is. And then you're going to do exactly what Via was just talking about, which is you're going to put in all your big ticket items. It's just right there on the script. It's okay. <laughs> well, I, I didn't multiply that by 12. I, it was a multiply by 12 that got me. <laughs> I, yes, I added them fine. up and then I multiplied it. No, it's fine. Yeah. Then you want to add your big ticket items. So like, for instance, your vacations. Like you want mm. to take four vacations this year. You want to take two vacations. What do those roughly cost? Look at what the costs were last year. Uh, throw that number on top of your annual number, and then maybe you maybe you're going to be saving up for like a big ticket item. So maybe you need to buy a car in the next few years. Maybe you need to buy a new roof. Whatever those things look like. Um, maybe college, right? My my son finished mm -hmm. his college applications yesterday. Um, and I'm going to have two kids in college right in a row. Yeah, Via's like shaking her head. She knows I, that I'm feeling. like, oh, girl. Do I know that <laughs> You're poor. Yeah, you are 100% poor right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, it's Half like, it's like my, friend, yeah. my, friend, my friend Jenny. She's got uh, so a freshman and a sophomore this year. And uh, she's always like, yeah, no, you can do that because you don't have two kids in college right yeah. now. Can so. we add Catholic school tuition? <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and say oh, three yeah. tuitions. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. So all of those things, all of those big ticket things. And um, and then you might want to just throw in like, oh, I'm going to add a little extra because I Always. know that someday I'm going to need to pay for long-term care for myself, mm -hmm. right? So whatever you think that mm -hmm. is, knowing that at some point your your monthly expenses may go down as well. Like as your kids move out, your, mm -hmm. your monthly expenses go down if you've got kids. But it's good to have, so I then think, you slush funds and cushions. You know, I always oh, yeah. just kind of- I'd rather do worst case that. scenario. Yeah, me too. Yep, yep. Um, yes, you want to, I have that too. Like you want to make sure you've got savings, like probably four to six months of liquid savings in the bank. Mm -hmm. um, but but let's say you've got the, all that all that total, right? And it, and it totals up to, let's say a hundred thousand. And this is just for the sake of easy math, okay? So yep. 
that number, which is your monthly expenses, all the big ticket items, all that stuff is a hundred thousand. You're not going to include your savings in that because your savings is going to be separate, be separate. And it's not something that's going to come up every year. So the savings, you fill that out first, and then you're kind of working on that. So, um, mm-hmm. and to be honest, guys, it's for most people, it's more. It's really hard to spend more than half a million dollars annually on your monthly expenses. Yeah. It's just very difficult. Um, I, I bet. I'd be hard pressed to to know that, like, to find anyone in my life who's spending more than than five hundred thousand dollars annually. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say it's a hundred, right? For easy mm-hmm. math. And then what we're gonna do is we're just gonna multiply that number by twenty five. So, Seychelles, what's a hundred thousand times twenty five? It's gonna be two point five million dollars. Is gonna be your math two. on that. I love it. Nice math. Thank you. And and that really is our that is our net worth number that we are looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Via talked about this interesting mix of your net worth, right? And then this number that you need, which is your sort of cash flow for your expenses every year, which is kind of like your freedom number. Um and that's really and that's really what your what you're looking for. Seychelle, do you want to explain like why that yeah, works? Yeah, I was going to say, so you get to this math of two and a half million and you're like, that's cool, Seychelle, but like what, why is is that, why is it important to do it times 25? And kind of if you back end the math, which is what we've been doing in our family a lot the last month, which is super cool. If you go back and you look at the history of the stock market since it was recorded, the average that the stock market has put out as far as year-over-year returns on the history of the stock market is right around 5%. So if you took your $2.5 million and you invested it in at the average, right, that would give you like a number, right, that's coming out of there. Now, what we want to do is we don't want to, if the stock market has a bad year, and let's say we were taking this $2.5 million and investing it in the stock market, we don't want to have bad years. We never want to have to dip into that principal balance of $2.5 million. So what you want to do is you want to hedge a little bit lower. Also, as you get older, you're going to invest in more conservative things um, because you don't want to be as subject to the volatility of the stock market. You might want to invest in bonds or treasury bills or something like that instead of maybe like high-tech stock, right? Because it's more emotional and more subject to volatility. So if we then basically reverse engineer this and we say, we're going to take our two and a half million and we're not going to go after the stock market average of 5% a year. We're going to go after the stock market average of 4% a year. So that if there well, is volatility- Seychelle, the, the stock market is is much higher than that on average. It's like it's 8 actually, to 10%. Actually, I looked at it yesterday mm-hmm. at 6.3%. We were looking at it with our financial advisor. But if you look at a lot of literature, they say it's 5% if you take out the last 10 years. Because the last 10 years have been on like a, a you know, a bull run. Um but there, it's basically, it's 6.3. If we look at the last 40 years, according to our meeting yesterday, it's 6.3% is your average return. And so if we take 4%, which is under that, and we multiply that by the 2.5 million, that's going to give you $100,000 in active income a year that is going to come back to you without dipping into your 2.5 million principal balance. I love it. That's it, guys. That's it. That's how you figure out your your net worth number, right? That you're shooting for. 
and your financial freedom number. So some of you might be asking, well, okay, gosh, I've got, I don't have all my money in the stock market. I've got different assets. I've got right. real estate, right? How does mm-hmm. that, how do you figure that out? Like, how would you take that into account? Um, I would look at what my cash flow is coming back from my real estate assets and factor that in. So like when we were doing this exercise, we looked at like the cash is one part of it. And then we looked at our real estate assets and what revenue was coming in from that as a separate bucket. Um, you know, and that could be your businesses too. And you need to ask yourself the question of if you're trying to get to an FU number, which means that you get to decide whether or not you show up for work today, then you need to decide if business income is a part of that if you're working in that business or not. And can that business sustain itself if you're not working in that business? Do you need to hire someone to replace you? Can the business live on without you? So, you know, when we look at kind of those three income streams as sort of like the broader picture, right, of your like equity or your stock assets, your real estate assets that are giving you revenue and then your business assets, um, you know, you have to decide how much time you're gonna trade for money ultimately. Um, because if you're working and still needing to work in or on the business, that's time you're trading for money for that income, which is totally okay. It's more just having clarity around it. Yeah. What about you guys? And I would feel, question for you. Well, I, would, I just would feel pretty... Yeah, go ahead. I, can I just explain what kind of a little bit go a little deeper yeah, yeah. into what Seychelle is saying? You just might to make answer it super question, easy for people because I think it. sometimes people get... Yeah, some, some, some people get really like mired in the details of all of this. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what we're... You can have all your spreadsheets and get really granular, which is totally fine. And for those of you that aren't that person, or they just you just kind of know where your goalpost needs to be. Um, you know, average appreciation in America for real estate nationwide is like three percent. Okay, that does not even include the debt paydown. So if you've got a rental mm-hmm. property, um, you're going to feel like it's pretty. That four percent is going to be pretty comfortable. And you can always sell your real estate and dump it into the stock market if you don't want to deal with anything. So kind of what I do, honestly, is I take my the value of my businesses out mm-hmm. and then I just take my, my stock market and then I take the value of our real estate and I feel like that's kind of my, and I take my house out, right? Um, mm-hmm. Although you could sell your house and put it in the stock market, but then where would you live? Um, and so then you've got, that's the number that you're kind of shooting for, which is like the value of all your real estate, plus everything you've got in the stock market, subtract the value of your house. And then that's kind of the number where I'm I'm taking that 4% rule. So let's say your net worth is 6.25 million, mm-hmm. right? Times 4%. Is $250,000 a year. So comfortably, you should be able to pull out $250,000 of that and keep that nut. That's the part that's important. Like you don't want to bleed that Mm -hmm. down because, you know, we're all hot ladies. So we're not going to be, you know, we've got 50, I've got 50 plus years in me. And um, yeah, you want to keep that, right? That's the nut that you want to keep. So, So just just thinking of like, what is that number that you're shooting for? And I'll tell you, you know, it's like, it, it's easier than you think to get to that number. So mm-hmm. I think Via is a great example of that. Like your complete intentionality uh, the last five years is, it's, you know, you can, you know, Gary Keller tells us you can be anywhere you want to be in five years. And you're a great example of that. 
Yeah, and so you did answer my question. And and so that so now I have something to add rather than ask. And because my first goal was to get to my first million in net worth. That was like my first goal post. And that was a good that's mm-hmm. a good goal for anybody, I think, right? My my the goal I'm working on now is to be an accredited investor, which is to be be at, you know, a million plus net worth not including my primary residence. And so to, to when Seychelles mm-hmm. was, when you guys were kind of talking about that, in my mind, and I don't know if it's a fixed definition, in my mind, the financial freedom number has always been that passive income number, right? And I think passive income is mm-hmm. a little bit loaded. It's a mm-hmm. spectrum of how passive and how active you want to be, relatively passive, right? Yeah. I don't have to show up to yeah. work because that's, to me, the point of having an FU number. Um, so I am that person, Wendy, to totally your point, agree. too, where I didn't get in the weeds of it. I just went, okay, look, I know what our monthly expenses are every year. And I just know I will always make some kind of income. It's just the way I am. So I, I was like, you know, yeah. if I can make X mm-hmm. amount of months, totally. I, I am happy. I am I am calm. I have no stress. Like, and I just, it was a very easy number for me. Mm-hmm. And then da, 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 da. And then I just, it just hit my net worth number. And the way I'm wired, I have this other number in my head that's slightly higher that I couldn't get out of my head. And I think sometimes that's mm-hmm. when you know it's the right number. I was like, I just, I think there's something about this one number that's slightly higher than that. That's going to make me feel great. Right. And, and that has never wavered. It's just never wavered. Will it cover every Let's dollar? Hear it. We want to hear the it number. Probably won't. If I bring in $25,000 a month, no matter what stage I am in my life, I'm just fine. Mm-hmm. I will always be fine. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, mm-hmm. will yeah. I be at a point in my life oh, where yeah. I want 50 or 100K a month because I want to go sail around the world? I don't know. Yes. And I'll always make enough. Mm-hmm. I'll make something to to bolster that. And, you know, I look to my dad who's 80 years old mm-hmm. and his highest income earning years of his life as a consultant, just based on a very successful real estate career, right? He's making more money than he's ever made 80, have, you know, working yeah. a couple hours mm-hmm. a day, happier than he's ever, you know, ever been. And so I'll always, yeah. there'll always be income coming in. But if I know my basic expenses, like I can live anywhere and I can handle 25K a month, right? And I, I'm hesitant seeing that number for mm-hmm. some people. Yeah, it's that's a lot. a month. And yeah. I honor yeah. that. And I don't want to make it, but yeah. for me, that's my number. Yeah. It's just my number. You know. One, what so, I, I anyway. love is it's, it doesn't matter what the number is. It's your number is your number. My and number. understanding why that number is your number, I think is the most beautiful part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we've experienced over the last, you know, couple of years in our family is not having clarity around that number. Um, just speaking from personal experience on my side is it can create a scarcity mindset yeah. because you when you don't have clarity around your number, what I've observed personally in my own world is then enough is never enough. And if you can get clarity around whether, I don't care if it's 4,000, 10,000, 100,000 a month or a year, it doesn't matter. But your number and having clarity around that lets you know then when you have freedom to make the decisions because you want to make them and not because you need to. And that's a really cool feeling. So hopefully for like, the beginning of this year, 2023, gifting you the clarity and the mindset around understanding when enough is enough for you will give you some really great things to think about as you're working towards your goals for 2023. I love that. <clears throat> I love I that. Too. Well, you guys, today has been awesome. Uh, like Seychelles said earlier, I hope everybody listens to this maybe more than once, right? Understanding what your goalpost is is literally everything because that is how you get to your big life, 
right? Your big life. And uh, so just to recap really quickly, figure out your monthly expenses, multiply that by 12, add in your big ticket items, vacations, cars, college education, long-term care, all that stuff. Get your annual expenses and then take that number and multiply it by 25. And that 25 is your net worth number that you're shooting for. And you can add your real estate in, you can add your stock market stuff in, remove your house. And that number should be enough, right, to get you where you want to go because you can pull 4% off and still keep your monthly nut. And, you know, if you're like most of you listening, you know, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Via. Like, none of us are just going to sit around and watch Mm -hmm. soap operas and eat bonbons. We're just not wired that way. So we're definitely still going to make some income, but you never know what's going to happen, right? You never know what kind of money you need. So Mm -hmm. planning for the future is honestly the best thing that you can do, guys. So um, stay tuned for our next episode, right, of our six-part wealth building series, which is going to be on... um, Habits, right? Habits for building generational wealth. And then we're going to close out the series with types of investments. And so share this with a friend if this was impactful. Uh, Please leave a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. And just go out there, continue to build your big business and create an even bigger life. Happy New Year, guys. Bye, everyone. Happy New Year. Just a reminder, you guys, as we are running through this awesome wealth building and money series with you, we just want to give you a quick blanket reminder because our friends at Keller Williams and the legal team would thank us for it, that we are not financial advisors, CPA, tax advisors, or anyone that is tied to your individual finances. So if you are wanting more information about this, these are tips, ideas, tactics, and ways in which you can build wealth. But always find a seasoned professional that is a seasoned professional in this specific field that you're needing help with to assist you in your finance, tax, or wealth building journey. 